Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor Q&B. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to our guest, Wei Yao, Head of Research for the Asia-Pacific and Chief Economist for the Asia-Pacific in China at Societe Generale CIB. So we wanted to take a closer look at the Chinese economy. The reopening is happening. We don't know if it's precisely because of the political side, i.e. the protests that we saw, or more uh, the economic side, because the economy did tank in November. Uh, but um, fast forward to now, they're trying to open up the economy. Will it work? Yes, of course. As it's working everywhere else in the world, um, the whole world has gone through it. Now it's China's turn. Now the now the COVID is underway. The outbreaks underway. Things as the the virus is spreading. Yes, it will be challenging for Q, for for a few months. But now we know China will get through it. It's actually there. We actually get much more clarity now they reopens than before. So more clarity, yes, and you're quite correct. Uh, all the other major economies that have gone through this do come out the other side, but they come out of the other side changed. Uh, and a lot of developed economies were dealing with inflation. Uh, what might China be dealing with? So China will not see as much inflation as as in the West because throughout the whole pandemic, you know, since 2020. Um, China's fiscal response has been distinctively different from any other major economies in the world, which is, you know, they haven't provided much direct income assistance to the households. So the amount of excess savings on the, in, you know, at the household sector, at the uh, private sector is much less, which means, you know, there is much less impulse of inflation, uh, even if they come out of at, uh, the other end. So we're journalists, so we have to ask the tough questions. Um, You know, we understand that other countries have come through this. In China, it's slightly different in that um, they they have locked down a lot of uh, communities over a protracted period of time, and now they're kind of opening them up. Uh, It would be understandable if both consumers are chastened by that and are rather nervous and are very cautious going forward, and also that companies would be nervous about making big investments. Uh, do you see that happening um, you know, in a short period, or does it take a long time? Um, in the next couple months, certainly, we'll see that. We will, we will even potentially see uh, supply chain disruptions coming back again because people are sick. Uh, demand may remain uh, muted. Um, but uh, it will all pass. Uh, I agree. You know, if we if we ask the question whether China could 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 go back to you know six percent or even higher growth rates, I don't think so. But um, but uh, you know, for a few quarters, we we'll, we we'll see strong growth. Um, very shortly, in a little over a month, it's going to be Lunar New Year. What sort of challenge does that pose? Because you know the natural instinct of many Chinese seems to be at the moment stay at home. But then, of course, Lunar New Year provides a powerful motivation to get out, travel, be with your family. Uh, what do you expect is going to happen? 
I think it's a function of how fast outbreaks are progressing right now in a lot of the big cities. And yes, you know, the case number is not not uh, that informative anymore, but we do see um, mobility data. We do see, you know, some of the search engine data, which are showing that the outbreaks are progressing extremely fast. And for example, in Beijing, um, it's probably that they have reached a peak with a very high percentage of population already infected. Then you do the math and you apply, you know, the, the progression from other countries. We have a lot of these things we can use now. And uh, it seems that uh, maybe by the time of Chinese New Year, a lot of cities will, will, will probably see almost the end of this wave. Then people will feel more comfortable to travel. So it will pass. Ms. Yao, I'm sure you have lots of friends there and you're getting a lot of anecdotal um, research mm. done. You're hearing stories. Um, is, is the basic feeling that uh, people see some friends getting sick, but then they just get through it? And it's kind of like what we've seen in the West. Or is it different? Is it is it more like, you know, these, these are really serious cases because they haven't built up much herd immunity? Um, well, anecdotally, yes, uh, I actually know a lot of uh, friends and family, they've all got it. Um, uh, luckily, the worst is a couple of days of fever, then they pass. Mm. And, um, and yes, people kind of start to learn how to deal with, there is certainly, I, I can see, you know, at least from the people around me, there is less panic now than, you know, a few weeks ago. Yeah. It was, it was almost like unknown or scary thing, but now it's much less. Mm. Uh, you talk about uh, China eventually getting through this, turning the corner after a couple of quarters mm. of uncertainty. And, and typically when Chinese growth does return to trend, we, we see a big boost in, in things like commodity prices, a big boost mm. in infrastructure spending. Are we going to see that again or is this time going to be different? We'll see a boost, but it's going to be uh, smaller than before. Um, Partly, you know, if we talk about structural growth, right, per the point I mentioned earlier is that um, – uh, housing or infrastructure, you know, these sectors that the economy relied on for fast growth for many, many years, there is a clear question of debt, even though I, we do believe that uh, housing will see some recovery, but we don't think the housing will go back to, you know, the pre-COVID pace of growth, neither was in, in infrastructure. Uh, next year, the recovery going to be led by consumption, but that's a function of uh, pent-up demand, of people being locked for too long. But after that, you know, we're going to be dealing, uh, go back to deal with a lot of the structural challenges of, you know, what could be the new growth engine um, and how to resolve the, all these uh, debt issues. Right or wrong, over the past 18 months or so, the party has seemed not so friendly to business. Uh, now we've seen, uh, because of the work conference last week, that um, mm -hmm. there are hints at more of a pro-business push. Uh, should investors buy into that, from your view? Um, it's... Um, it, this is why I'm, I'm, we're, we're positive in the short term. We do see that government is, you know, pivoting on almost every possible front, try to help the economy to back on its feet, mm. at least uh, for the next year or even maybe, you know, few years, uh, possibly, uh, the focus um, will be more kind of just helping the economy to grow. Because, yes, they, they need to. They have made a lot of mistakes or, you know, issues in the, in the, in the past few years. It's time to correct them. It seems that they are willing to. Yeah. Well, one of the big stories in Australia, where I am, is uh, the departure today of the foreign minister, Penny Wong, to China for the first visit by a foreign minister since 2018. So do you see uh, uh, getting through some of these uh, trade disputes of the past few years? Uh, is that uh, a policy U-turn that we're witnessing as well? Uh, this this 
well, if, if we would use this uh, word, a uh, very popular word, pivot, this pivot actually started uh, several months ago, as, as we, we could sense, which is, you know, diplomatically, uh, China is trying to mend some issues with, with big uh, Western countries. Uh, you know, the, the, the visit of uh, German, German politicians to China, you know, this is all very important sign, very clear sign already of this pivot. All right. Well, we're out of time, unfortunately, uh, but very instructive, very informative. Thank you very much for joining us. Wei Yao, or Yao Wei, if you're a purist, uh, head of research for the Asia-Pacific and chief economist also for the Asia-Pacific and China at Societe Generale. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.